always jump. I always jump the start. Uh, Neil, Manu, come on over. Okay. Neil, we got Manu back. First district, number one district. How many years are you into this? Almost three full years. Three years. We're gonna find out how awesome those three years have been. The election coming up next year. Yeah, March. March fifth. They moved it. They moved it back from June to March, right? We do it in March in California to have more influence on the presidential election. So in the presidential years, we do it in March. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, huh. other off years we do. Neil, good homework on that. Yeah. A little research. Or were yeah. you googling today? Oh, no, you know Laura Lee Martin. You know Laura Lee. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, she yeah. gave me a bunch of information. Not for tonight, but uh, just got you up to speed on what's happening in government. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, my phone said election day was like days ago in Ohio. Scotts Valley yeah. wrote on a couple of things. Really? Uh, you got the app? Scotts Valley Librarian. Dude, you're so civic. Yeah. I love it. I, I tell you. Did you panic? You, no. you thought you had to vote? Yeah. I thought, what the hell? <laughs> I called Laura Lee. I go, Laura Lee. Do we have a show coming up like in three days? You know what? We haven't, we haven't interviewed anybody. I feel like that should, should that just not be an app that everybody gets? It, should you ping on election day, go vote? It seems like that'd yeah, be amazing. It's true. I mean, I think there's probably enough groups that are going to reach out to you one way or another, right? I More mean, than ever. I think yeah. Show number, hold Show number 886. Can we back yeah. up a little bit? What did you say earlier? Trail of the rail. Vote yes for no. No, don't get me going yes. on that. Yes. Well, I, I, I thought I wouldn't. <laughs> We wouldn't get too deep in right. that. Hey, no, nothing's, nothing's <laughs> off limits. Okay, yeah. No There's people oh, watching right now. They're like, TC, get them. Most importantly, most importantly, <laughs> Manu is a brand new father. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. six months in. It's fantastic. Charlotte, otherwise known as Charlie. Correct, yeah. And middle name? Rita and Taya. So my grandmother's name and my wife's grandmother's name. Love that. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, they'll, they'll forever talk about their middle name as being their grandmother's yeah. middle name. Yeah, and they were both... Wild women, so we're uh, expecting hold everything. Nothing less. Is, has that trickled down? Is your wife wild? Uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're like you know the more conservative generation. You know, it kind of goes. You, you know, better hope oh, you got a daughter. You better be yeah. like, hey, right. Right. listen, right. honey, your grandma's kind of wild. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. yeah. So you have to do things right. Okay. You know, be right yeah. by the name. I told him a daughter story earlier. We're not going to repeat it. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just wanted to go here. Well, I have daughters, you know, so I gave him the the scariest daughter story ever. Yeah. yeah, he's a 12 and over. He's prepared. He's prepared now. Yeah. Um, hold, we got to back up. We're show 886? 66? Uh, yeah. You checked. Yeah, I've been updating the website because people are yelling at me going. Well, I, I feel like it's important because we are a weekly show. Yeah. yeah. But welcome back, everybody. You know, Tyler Fox is probably watching, and thank you, T Fox, for having yeah, us on board. Watching. People are watching. Awesome. That's great. Um, uh, I want to find out what's going on. The first, what, what changed for you, the, the, the day you went back to work after your daughter was born, what was the one thing, that's the, the thing that changed? Like, Well, I mean, the biggest thing is that all of a sudden you're no longer the most important person in your life. Right. Mm. It's, and it's fantastic. It's like such a relief, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, I didn't count on that at all. I uh, wasn't expecting it. And um, just, yeah, you're completely refocused on somebody else's needs rather than your own. And if you have a bad day, you need to go home too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cutest smile mm -hmm. in the world. Right? Well, now, the thing is, too, is like you uh, think, like, I can't die now. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, you got to stick around. Yeah, I got to stick around. Yeah. You, know, you got to stick around. Work out, keep track of the calories. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Check your cholesterol. No skateboarding. Drive safe. Right. No rolling stop. Has your wife you given you that talk yet? Like, listen. Oh, yeah. You no. got to slow down. Every time I, like, I'm there in the back seat, I pull out a little too fast. I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> 
<laughs> have you had a, a ticket since you've been supervised? Have you had a ticket? Oh, no. Of no. Not. No. If you did get a ticket, you think, would, would you flash a flash something? Like a... No, I mean, you know, I, I take it like any other person. I mean, I don't want any special privileges. Okay. They got cameras I, on now, and yeah. it's public knowledge. Yeah. If, do you imagine if they got that? It's like, you know who I am? <laughs> Like, that would oh, not go over again. <laughs> you know, you can't do that anymore. There was some sheriff in Florida, she tried to do that, it went viral. It's like, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, no. But, uh, do you have a baby on board sticker yet? No, I need one of those. You got one of those? <laughs> <laughs> the funny things you think about. Um, you just take it to Syracuse board and the license plate frame off. <laughs> baby on board. Baby on board. Number one dad in the world. I know my wife, when we had kids, it was like, and it has never stopped. And it will never stop. Brake lights. Like, when I'm driving, like, brake lights, red light, yellow light. Like, ah! Like, I'm always like, we're going to die because someone rear-ended me because I slammed on the brakes when there wasn't brake lights. Oh, right. Let's talk, let's, let's talk questions from Monica. Are, are, well, are we getting deep in? we got to kind of get No, no, no. We're going to keep. I've got to ask you a question. I've got to ask you a question. Okay. Jump in. Why are we digging up every street in fucking town <laughs> at the same time? I just, <laughs> at the same time. Why are we driving time? a fucking town at the same time? I just At the same time. Road closed by Twin Lakes Church. Yeah. Oh. God, God help me. Okay, hey. listen. Anybody uh, watching, the one that gets me, I think they're building a subway on Portola. <laughs> Why are they? Because it's been closed for like three uh, weeks. Uh, it, it's going to get worse, too. Uh, so, no, seriously, the one thing you really want for Christmas it's is an e-scooter or an e-bike. Mm. Believe me, get them now before they sell out. Uh, but the answer to your question, Neil, is all the money arrived at the same time. You couldn't have we, we had to spend one, it. At, one at a time. Sorry, the, oh. all of them, they're like grants. They're like, you spend this in three years or you give it back. Mm -hmm. Right? And so we had to get started. Uh, and you know, I used to live in a nice little quaint village. Mm -hmm. It's Santa Cruz, California. <laughs> Drive downtown. <laughs> Where? We go HMS. Are you talking about the subway? <laughs> HMS Goliath in the middle of the... No. Oh, yeah. The, the giant front crane. Front street. That yeah. giant crane, that nine-story mm -hmm. building with... I don't know how they get it. I don't know. Well, we're going to back up just a little bit. So I understand what you're saying. Because if you don't spend the money, you can't get more, right? Isn't that generally how it works? You have yeah, to use it if, you, if it's available. Or we have to give back. Use it or lose got. it. Right. Um, so I get that. It just kind of sucks because I, I, I was wondering what's going on down there. And, and what, the biggest question that people are about, I wrote, put that Facebook, com, Facebook post up. You have a comment, leave it. And mm -hmm. most people wrote, wrote in, we want to talk about 38 Avenue. Oh, really? You know what? Yeah. I read that, too. It was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. People coming about 38th Avenue is going to become a freeway because 41st Avenue is going to be jam-packed. They're going to be building this. What are you guys building over here? Building Where? Building. What do you mean? What you oh, you project? project? No projects being built. Oh, no, that's, but that's only, I think, 33 new homes. It's okay. not a big deal. Right. But, you know, we're, putting, we're talking about Capitola Mall. Uh -huh. And I think that's – people who live on 38th Avenue are very concerned because they have some of the worst sidewalks, yeah. situations. Yeah. Um, and people do haul ass, but even though there's a possibility of speed bumps. Mm -hmm. um, but 38. Uh, so the, the project you were thinking of is the one right by the tracks there that MidPen's working on. Exactly. It's like mm -hmm. 40 or 50 units. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. 38th, uh, it's pretty high on my list of priorities, too, just because it is a road that goes right from the Capitol Mall all the way to, to the East Cliff, to the mm -hmm. beach, right? Um, and it should definitely be a, a street where we prioritize bikes and pedestrians. The challenge with it is just narrow right-of-way. So we don't even have space for bike right. lanes on there, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why you got the Sharrows. Mm -hmm. I mean, believe me, I would love to put bike lanes on there. But it's like, almost a no-parking street. Then you have the residents who are asking for safety, honestly, right? Honestly, that's the only solution we could do is take mm -hmm. away the parking. Mm -hmm. and that, then you can fit the bike lane in. Um, 
the only place you can park is up is by Bromer. Or, yeah, or and down then, here. Exactly, oh, then lower down by Portola, yeah, you don't yeah. have anything. And you know, an interesting fact about the project going in Capitola Mall, as we're talking about 38th Avenue, for those who don't live here, it's a street just two blocks away. Um, it goes through the mall. And, right. and jumps into Claire's and becomes a, a shortcut. Yeah, you're talking so about those, in the redesign. And, yeah, in the redesign yeah. of the mall. So what these people are concerned about now, I, I would uh, be sad to have to inform them. It could get worse. Yeah, I mean, or we'd end up just making it a, a bike and pedestrian street, or, you know, we could. there's some rules that allow us to slow speeds like an extra five miles an hour or so. Right. You know, maybe we just kind of go all in on trying to reduce the speed there, like you said, with speed bumps, mm -hmm. um, with other things, so people are, like, not going to commute on that street. Over in JC Park, park, we have a three to five no uh, local traffic only. Yeah, You yeah. know, and sometimes that works like as that. well, but mm -hmm. I get it. Um, we'll shift our – but that was funny because I saw that, Neil. Yeah. We, we asked uh, people that follow mm -hmm. us on social media that, that have any questions. That was number one. And there's no room for bike lane, right? There's no room for... There's Lower down by Portola, yeah, yeah. The, the right-of-way is just too narrow. Okay, yeah. Interesting. Um, I want to get up to speed on, again, I'll say this, but I'm sure you hate talking about the train tracks constantly, the corridor. But I do want to bring it up, because it's, um, it's information I find, because I live on the tracks, mm -hmm. people don't really know what's mm -hmm. going on, that whether they can have time to do the research or not. But I did see recently some um, sandwich signs posted along the corridor yeah. saying we're in asking for a permission to change something. So what you saw is notice of the environmental impact report, the draft being ready. And that's on the segments that go from 17th Avenue all the way to State Park Drive in Aptos. It's probably the, one of the largest stretches of, mm -hmm. uh, of the project. Um, goes, of course, right by here across 41st. Um, two or two or two miles, three miles. Do we know what that oh is? Oh no, um, it's more like five. Is it plus, five miles? Yeah, five or six. Yeah, wow. I, okay. in that yeah. neighborhood. Um, so it's just saying, okay, the environmental draft environmental impact report is there. Take a look at it, and this outlines, you know, how many trees would need to come down, where exactly the uh, the trail would be. What um, you know, we'd have to actually move the tracks in a lot of places, rip up the old ones, and, and put them back down in a new spot. Um, no matter what. And, and is that because the tracks are going right down the middle? Right, and you can't fit the trail so, right. along one side given mm -hmm. the right-of-way constraints. Mm -hmm. So you have to move the tracks no matter what. And we're going to move the existing tracks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we have to, like, I know you have to pull them up. I don't know if you just put down the same steel or we end up buying more new steel. Mm -hmm. I mean, probably we just buy the new steel because, I mean, they're at like less than 10% of the useful life, the current ones. Mm. Um, you know, we might want to wait until uh, the passenger rail study's done and we see if like we're actually gonna move forward with that uh, soon or if you know we would go with a, a narrower gauge train um, before we invest in that because I mean steel's not cheap. Um, what, what you just said is, is there a chance the uh, report that you're describing would say don't do a train? Well, it would just, so so there's the report on the trail section. That's when mm -hmm. you see the same Right, exactly. Trail, right. Um, but and, long term, and that and that study, I should say, it looks at both the trail next to the tracks and the trail right in the middle of the tracks, or you know, on the tracks. It environmentally clears both, so that we have options. Um, and then the, we're also right now doing a, a, the train study, the passenger train study, um, and it's going to come back and really define the project in a lot more detail. So it's going to say, okay, here's exactly what we would need along the Manrique Cliffs as far as some kind of support. Here's what we need to get over the sloughs and in Watsonville, Harkins, and um, uh, Gallagher, uh, and, um, and 
town, like where the stations would go, right? Because that hasn't been defined mm -hmm. either. And then also when you're doing that, it'll tell you, well, here's truly what kind of service we could deliver, like every 30 minutes, every 15 minutes, uh, maybe every hour, um, right? Because people will say like, yeah, we're gonna get that train running every 15 minutes. But the reality is you need enough sightings, right? Places where one train going south can mm -hmm. pull off so the train coming north can go through, right? It's a, it's a one-way track. Right. And, and it's so, an and hour so each way? Well, how long does it take? <coughs> Uh, I haven't seen the time. I mean, we'll have yeah, some updated well, timetables. Right. Okay, so, yeah. so what this study will sell you is like new cost estimates. Uh, we'll, we'll get feedback from the Coastal Commission around the structures uh, there. Um, and it'll just kind of lay it out in plain detail, right? Hmm. Um, and then at that point, the community can make a choice what to do. I mean, for example, like, do we want to fund that plan? So like, let's put a half cent sales tax on the ballot, mm. vote it, we want to fund mm -hmm. it. Great, we can build it. If we don't at the moment, okay, we'll hold off. We'll wait. But what has been done is the uh, reserving the corridor for that decision. Mm -hmm. Right. We're, we're basically, at, yeah, we're absolutely leaving that decision open. Got it. So I grew up with trains. Yeah. Trains in England were, were that yeah. infrastructure laid in right off the Second World War. And the trains, the tracks are there. So I used to catch the Brighton, the Brighton to Victoria Station London train. One way going that way, the tracks going this way, and tracks going this way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go the both ways. Yeah, yeah. We don't have that here. We've right. got one track, so you've got people going this way. How are they getting back the other way? Well, maybe a pull-off That's, what, that's what I'm way? saying, the pull-offs, yeah. there's the pull sightings. Yeah. yeah, so basically the more pull-offs we can put in, the more frequent you can have trains running, okay. right? So where are you going to put the, where the pull-offs Well, going? that's what this next study is going to say. All right. mm -hmm. I think we've only identified a few right now, and that limits us, us to like a, a train every 30 minutes in both directions. If we could identify more pull-offs, more sightings, then we could run them more frequently. Okay. But, but really, for transit to be effective, you want it to come every 15 minutes right. or less. Right. And that's what we're doing with the buses right now. So and the buses have to align with the trains because you need, there needs to be an end, once you get once yeah. you get to that last station, there has to be mm -hmm. an end game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I mean, when you think about uh, transit as a viable alternative for getting right. around, you have to look at the whole thing. How long does it take you to walk to get to the station? How long does it take to wait to get to the till the next train or, or bus comes? Then if you're transferring, how long you wait in between? Yeah. You look at that total trip length. And you know that has to be reasonable for people or yeah. comparable to other modes. Well, well, take yeah. right. So what we're doing right now is going mm -hmm. all in on the Metro bus because that's something that's a solution we can deliver here in the next year. I love that idea. Right. I've, seen the, I've seen the new buses. Yeah. Those buses bus, are bus, beautiful. Right, I got a bus question. Yeah. So the stuff we're doing on the freeway, right, the stuff we're doing on the freeway right now up here by Capitola yeah. on so and, and uh, Chanticleer, is that right? Mm -hmm. Is that for a new? Is that just a new bus lane? Uh, it's a it's a new auxiliary lane, and there'll be sections of it that are going to be bus only. But um, so an auxiliary lane is like what you've got right now between the Fish Hook uh, and Morrissey, and then between like Morrissey and SoCal Drive. It's mm -hmm. where like you can come in on one entrance and stay in that lane all the way to the next exit, right? You never have to merge, and uh, so we're putting those in right now between. SoCal and 41st exit, mm -hmm. which is great because you know people use our highway like a local street, right? I mean, there's only a, some like basically three ways all the way across that, town, right? Just I that's going to help yeah. so much, yeah. Because because the bottleneck's at 41st, yeah, it's SoCal, but but that extra, right? So Neil, what happens is if you got on the highway, it's like 
right. getting on at 41st going yeah. southbound and getting immediately off the bay. Right. So you, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what that's what they're you don't, doing. You don't have to. You don't have to get on. So get that's a bit of a shortcut. Right. So it's gonna happen. It's gonna make shortcuts. Exactly. Which will get those okay. guys off of the two lane highway. And, and also, if someone is exiting at 41st, they'll be able to get over sooner and let the through traffic. Right. And the bus can jump in there too. So the bus will be able to use that auxiliary lane. But then when the bus gets to the exit, mm -hmm. rather than having to exit, it will have its own little bus only lane till the next entrance. And, motor so kind of, and motorcycles? It gets, it gets a little boost. Uh, yeah, we're gonna need a little extra enforcement there. Um, I can, all you dudes who ride motorcycles, you don't have to split lanes, you can just hang out on the shoulder. Yeah, now. watch out, there'll be a bus in there. Uh, and they have got some blind spots. But, um, so that sounds like trivial, like, okay, whatever, it's short. But actually, if you look at some spots, and particularly further south, like when we get all the way to Freedom Boulevard mm -hmm. and stuff, mm -hmm. like there's, some of those are like 1,500 feet long. For so sure. the bus, we calculate by the time we're finished with all uh, these auxiliary lane, bus on shoulder lane project on the highway, the bus will get like a four minute boost, basically, mm -hmm. um, over now. And then, of course, as we build that auxiliary lane, we're also building a, a shoulder. Right. And so, Typically, you hear bus on shoulder, you think, okay, the bus is running in the shoulder. Or a car broken down would be parked, but not. There'll right. still be room for a broken down car. There'll still be room for a broken down car. I mean, but then we could look to actually in let the bus use the shoulder. Caltrans doesn't love it because mm -hmm. we do need space for the broken down cars, mm -hmm. for, uh, you know, CHP to have a little talk with you. Mm -hmm. um, but we could look at extending the project, the bus on shoulder project, to use to be sort of a true bus on shoulder, and then it would have like a dedicated transit facility there as long as, as, long as someone is uh, not broken down. It's interesting because Neil's response, um, I have friends who, because we do this show, they think I know what's going on, right? Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. That's, that's kind of how yeah. most of my job is too, right? You yeah, know, right? Yeah. But yeah. nobody knows what they're doing out there. Even though I know it's been on a million websites and we've had meetings yeah. and Zooms yeah. forever, most of the like normal people around Santa Cruz don't know what's going I, I on. I think the out simplest there. way to explain it is like what we did between Morrissey and SoCal. We're basically mm -hmm. trying to push that infrastructure all the way down to Freedom Boulevard. I mean, right. as you said, mm -hmm. the bottleneck happens right now at SoCal, mm -hmm. right? We'll do this project. The bottleneck will go to 41st. Well, and then, as you saw, as you were saying right now, right, we just cleared the trees. We're, we're starting construction on the next phase from 41st all the way to State Park, right? right? We've got that money in the bank. That project, I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. starting. Um, and then we're just trying to get the funding for State Park to Freedom. And at that point, of course, Freedom, after Freedom going south, it yeah, because Freedom's lanes, you're yeah. kind of through. Yeah. Well, through I, I feel like I just have to be honest. You know, what we're doing on the rail corridor, I think most people will think what's going on on the highway is really going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, whether people are riding bikes or whether there's 45 people and two trains going back and forth, it doesn't matter. That what's going on on the highway right now, what we're witnessing, is going to make people's lives better. It, yeah, it's, and it's our core transportation corridor. For I mean, sure. 100,000 cars in both directions every day. I mean, that is absolutely where most of us spend our time. As long as we have electric cars and solar power on our housing, we're going right. to have people driving vehicles. Right. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a quiz for you. Email from Trail Now. Okay. Yeah. I know that guy. The rail trail is a big part of Koenig's agenda. Let's hear how we can get the trail built from Watsonville to Davenport in a timely, cost effective, and eco friendly manner. Neil. Which, when the book, I got a book. Some recent background information for you. At a recent Santa Cruz County Regional Transport Commission meeting, four main points were made by the commission. Do you know what those four points were made? I, were made? I don't know if I can enumerate them, but I can. I, I think I can remember sort of the big okay. point there. Well, we, well um, you really want to get, in, really get into this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, just, I thought we weren't going to go deep, Neil. <laughs> 
We can't. We can't. Okay. Uh, well, hey, he can say, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to go see Charlotte. <laughs> 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 you know what? Yeah. Well, I mean, the big question that was brought up was, like, can we act, like, what is, it was around rail banking, right? Right. I mean, this was sort of the big dirty word during Measure D in 2022, and there was a lot of confusion about this. Yeah. Related to rail banking and building the optimal interim coastal trail rather than the elevated platform trail tracks next to the tracks. Right, right. Um, Okay, how can I give the most concise answer on this? Uh, so as I said, we're doing all, you know, we're doing the planning work for the trail now, mm -hmm. and we are planning both alternatives, right? I mean, we know uh, that people generally would like to see a train if possible, but we're also planning the backup trail, which honestly is half the cost, cuts down a quarter of the trees, um, and it's a lot easier to build if you just build it in the middle, it's the middle of the trees, I, right? You I, can use the yeah. Capitola trestle, et cetera, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera. So um, we, we're reserving that option because all kinds of problems are already like starting to pop up, right? I mean, we thought that these next segments of the trail were fully funded because the state gave us a heap of money, $106 million. So like, okay, go build it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, thanks so much, we're going to. And they were like, oh wait, but we didn't count on the cost of moving the tracks mm -hmm. or removing these thousands of trees. Mm -hmm. And oh wait, the engineering is gonna come back and it's gonna be 150% of what we thought. And so it's very possible that uh, there's a lot of challenges ahead. I mean, building new bike and pedestrian bridges in Aptos Village, particularly like over Aptos Creek and Valencia Creek, that's like a $60 million project right there, right? So that money is coming off of future highway projects. Mm -hmm. um, it's other, we could spend that in mm -hmm. other ways. So, you know, those are the trade-offs that our community is gonna have to decide on in the future. I like the idea of being based on community, having the yeah. ultimate say in it. And, but it, wasn't there some money from the state we may have to give back if we don't do rail? No, uh, I mean, so the yes, the, the no, yes. The, the state did give us money to buy the tracks uh, to do passenger rail, mm -hmm. right? It kind of generally said that. But uh, we've basically at this point fulfilled our obligations to do our best effort to build passenger rail. We did a passenger rail uh, business plan, we called mm -hmm. it. Um, and, you know, if, if it's financially infeasible or, you know, whatever, that we don't pass the local sales tax and need to build the thing, like the state's not going to come yank it back. They'll say, okay, you know, you tried. Right. Yeah. Well, I would just like to say to anyone watching, anyone who has a thought and interest in this project, to my one point is, imagine how many more electric bikes there are since we started well, this project. Well, see, <laughs> that is exactly the thing that I hear more and more now than like when we first started talking about yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do about the e-bikes? Well, we're going to put them, are, we're gonna put them on a trail. Yeah. And there's right. going to be thousands well, of them. And the question is, is that trail going to be 8 feet wide or 16 feet wide with shoulders, right? Right, yeah. I mean, like, but that's my theory on it is I can't believe, and I had this theory, you know, like, why isn't there an electric bike a wheelchair goes off? Mm -hmm. You know, like, the sky's the limit for this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, to me, you, the future's <clears throat> unlimited, you know, it's... It's pretty well. There, there's some, I mean, I love the e-trikes, right? Mm -hmm. People are like, well, uh, you know, seniors can't ride e-bikes. Well, first of all, they're actually like the early adopters, right? Because they right. can get pills easily. And then, you know, these e-trikes are awesome. They have like a big basket. They're totally stable. Doesn't matter if, you know, yeah. you've got Parkinson's or something like that. Like, And plus your point, I see three teenagers on those things all the time. Without right. helmets. Yeah. 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 No, they actually, yeah. some of them do. Some of the helmets are on the handlebar. Mm -hmm. But at least some of them do. But... It's, the, it's growing at this rate, mm -hmm. and they're not going away. You know, it's, no. I ride my bike downtown. I ride my bike downtown Monday because it was quicker. Mm -hmm. right. I, parked the car, I parked the car at Yoga. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Well, I do think, and then Van Town came back. I do think since the project started, I think about this a lot. Uh, since we decided on a, what we should do with our rail corridor, I feel the explosion of electric bicycles and uh, small things that are electric mm -hmm. has blown up mm -hmm. to where it's actually transportation now that totally. needs to be uh, invested in. Right. Yeah, right. right, for the future. Yeah. And I feel like some of the trains are romantic, you know, and it's like everybody had a train in their youth and, and it, it tugs at your heart that we're taking the tracks out. But the future and the reality to me mm -hmm. is that small electric uh, vehicles are the future. And we'll recycle the batteries. We'll figure that out. Mm -hmm. We can recycle anything, mm -hmm. you know. We'll recycle the batteries and we'll figure that out. We'll have solar on every building because we're going to get discounts to do it. Do you, are you on the same boat? Is that what you think you, about? You, you know I agree with you, TC. Okay. But, you know, I'm going to give the community the opportunity to... I mean, ultimately, the community have to decide if we want to build that train or not. How, what's right? that going to get the best that, information possible? I agree. That and if people want to do it, fine, we'll do it. Yeah. No, I, I and, agree. you know, just trying Is to figure out one? the facts as well, right? I mean, I, like, you know, it's the, it, and this is in the, the environmental impact report on segments 10 and 11 that we were talking about, sandwich boards and all. Um, there are sections in that trail that are eight feet wide with a fence on either side. Like That's me. And that, that's, my house is skinny. Yeah, that's skinny, right? So do you really want to be riding on that or walking on that like with your dog when then like three e-bikes come by well that's a, a that's again i think people would want to get the e-bikes off the sidewalk so well, that's so the question you, are we we're building a trail is that well, a sidewalk well i'm just saying bike path, it's right on, 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 on west cliff and oh, other places yeah, there's yeah, bike and enough. pedestrian walking you know so you could do that but uh, uh i i just have that dream mm -hmm. i would i live on the train tracks so i do have an interest in this folks and, uh, but I, I will give up having tents behind my house. Right. Yeah. You know, because what, what, whatever we do there will be some positive use. Right. More eyes. If easier it, access. If it's to a the train, trail. I don't think there'll be a tent behind my house. Right. If it's a bike path, there'll be a tent behind my house. But I think, as a person who lives on the track, I would have a tent, and and, and have a safe way for kids and families mm -hmm. to go up and down that corridor. If they, if they, people think that's safe, yeah. but to, to be able to go to school in the grocery store and keep a car off the road for sure. And but you know the sheriff's office was telling me just last night at a community meeting that this trail, one way or another, is going to give them better access because right now they can only uh, walk the rail corridor. And you know, true. The, our, yeah. our friend in the tent is going to see mm -hmm. uh, the deputy coming from like 300 feet away, and they got a head start. And right? I would hope that. And I, I I do live in a Capitola section of it. They have motorcycles. Right. They go up and down on their motorcycles all the time. Currently, there's no one sleeping behind my house. But in the future, who knows? Because you know, shopping carts and stuff go down, bike paths better than train tracks. Right. Comment from Bryn. Manu, please clean up the west side. Multiple RVs and other vehicles lives, live along Delaware. No camping areas, littering waste. Oh, they're leaving. Oh, they're, they're moving I, to the east I, side. I, 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 <laughs> the unhoused population is another. Well, I, I hear you. You know, the west side, you're going to have to reach out to Mayor Keeley on that one. My okay. district is not there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have any direct control over the Santa Cruz PD or ordinances within the city of Santa Cruz. So most of my jurisdiction is in okay. uh, Live Oak, including the Pleasure Point area, okay. SoCal. Yeah, uh, well, they just. Uh, Fred Keeley, who's I, coming on. Fred Keeley is we'll, coming we'll on the show December we'll 18th. Talk to Fred Keeley about, about it, and we're going to hand that grenade off to him hey, because I, I can't I, wait the bus is asked because they just passed the no camping. Right. Yeah. And so RV where are the RVs, RVs coming? Too. They're coming over yeah. here. Hey, I mean, we deal with the issue too. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm on the I'm on the phone with the deputies all the time. Hey, can we get out here and you know enforce the law around like no RVs on the street? Right. 
where are, do we have anything? Are you are yeah, you involved I, in that with a, a future potential sites for? Because we have to face it, this is not going away. We're gonna have RVs everywhere. Yeah, no, I agree. We totally should build better RV camping sites, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, right now the county does have an RV ordinance that says you can't if you you can't park an RV in front of your house for more than 24 hours, if you, even if you own it, right? The idea is you just should be able to load it up. Uh, if you got a guest coming into town, they have to get a permit, and then they can be on the street for 72 hours, but that's the limit. So really that 72 hours is uh, pretty hard line, and any longer than that, and you're gonna get some tickets, and eventually you're gonna get towed. For the county. So yeah, anyone who's unincorporated Santa county. Cruz, yeah. so keep that in mind, folks, when, if somebody rolls out in front and sets up camp, 72, you can tell them, hey, it's 72 hours, sayonara. Yeah, I mean. Or is it the order have to move six feet? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, RVs are not, I th you think even as far as like overnight, um, the only way you're allowed to be, uh, first of all, they have to have a permit to be 72 hours. Mm -hmm. They right. don't, mm -hmm. forget it. Right. Uh, and the 24 hour, that's only if it's like parked in front of your own home. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you can tell them to get lost pretty much right away. Or call the non-emergency line at the sheriff's office. Call the, I mean, if you're, they call the Live Oak uh, Community Policing Unit, that's the best, because that those guys don't have to respond to emergencies, they have like a little more time to deal with things and follow up like the next day and the next day uh, with this camper. Um, or you can reach out to me and um, I'll, I'll work with the sheriff to deal with it. Yeah. Love it. Reach out, how to get a hold of you? Bonner, um, yeah, well the best way is probably first.district at santacruzcounty.us. That okay. is my office uh, email address and so I've got a few analysts that monitor that as well as myself. Um, but that way it's one of the most people in my office. And How is your so office? Are you enjoying it? Oh, it's it? nice. It's yeah. nice yeah. and nice. Yeah? You love it? Some days, yeah. yeah. Do you ever worry about an earthquake in that place? Have you ever thought about it? made it through 89 all right. But I mean, there's a few cracks. Or two? Yeah, there are. Saying. Put some bubble gum on it. I think it's okay. We had, we had an earthquake there, uh, I don't know, like a few months ago, something. It's, I'm, I'm remodeling my kitchen. I went down to get a permit. I went to the fourth floor. I looked at it. I was like, holy crap. I'm going to get that thing out of here. Uh, question. Yeah. Has there been any talks? I've had a friend who asked me about this. State parks and a, a cement ship rebuilding mm. or anything. Has that ever come up with a new? That's so, um, that's, so, yeah, that's, that's in like the next district over, right? That's district two. So I, I haven't been, I haven't been yes, super involved. That, that's yeah. not super involved, but yeah. I don't think. I get it. I don't it's think, not, right? I don't think anything's coming Never, back. Ever. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Election, next, election next year. You have Lonnie Turner, right, Lonnie? Uh, Lonnie Fokker's my opponent, yeah. Okay. Anybody else? I uh, haven't heard anyone else announce. No. <laughs> they, get, they get to like mid-December. I want to say it's uh, yeah, December 5th or 7th. It's basically... So is it campaign time already? Yeah, right? yeah, is, oh boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah you you're sticker, deep into you want, you it? Want yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're kind of like in the prep phase right now because mm -hmm. as we're saying, this election is March 5th. But guess what? Now everyone does mail-in ballots, right? right. Because they send you everyone a ballot in our county. So that means those go out like February 5th. Wow. And of course, we're all going to the holidays here and won't know what's going on until January 5th. Mm -hmm. And so then there was like kind of this, I mean, signs are going to go up soon here at the beginning of December. You'll be aware that something's about to happen in an election. You know, um, what's, what's number you one? Have, yeah, you're, you, have, you, you have a slogan this year? I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, I've been toying with uh, promises made, promises kept, but, yeah. you know. Charles I, or just Charles going to be the big Oh, yeah, I mean, of course. Sure. Family man. Got a soft well, spot right there, bro. Every time, a baby. I, it you gives see how you cute all, she is. Whole understanding of the world. I mean, seriously. She might right? get more votes than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, is there a platform that? What's I mean? I know promises kept, but what's, what's the biggest? What do you think will be the biggest thing that you're g
talk to people talking about you. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it, it does come back to public safety a lot. I mean, we've already heard it on this show, right? It's like, how do you make my street safer, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or how do you make my neighborhood safer in, in terms of getting rid of the campers or, right. uh, you know, the RVs, et cetera. Um, that's, that's what comes up consistently. And then, of course, for our rural areas, it's like fix the freaking road because that is the biggest safety concern for me. If I can't get out of my house right. or if the power lines come down, like... What am I supposed to do? I mean, people were stuck up there without power for like 40 days. I have three vehicles. They all have brand new mud snow tires on them. <laughs> Why? Because I live in unincorporated Santa Cruz. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so yeah, that's just how it is. Over there. And you yeah. know what? People who live in Truckee drive four-wheel drives. Like, it's just a part of life. Mm -hmm. If you want to live in those rural areas, hey, put some, you know, put yeah. some E-rated tires on that car so you can go through the potholes. Um, besides that, mm -hmm. as far as this transportation thing goes. What, what do you see as being your focus? Because we have a few of them things. We have a highway project, we have a rail project, yeah. we have the safety the project. Yeah. You're hearing it, the safety project, but what, for Manu, what is the project? What's, what's the biggest focus? I mean, housing always comes back to housing for me because that's just so key to maintaining our dynamic community. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, like Santa Cruz is a cool place. Like here we are in the boardroom, right? I mean, it's a testament to it. Uh, and if we're going to maintain that, well, like, geez, we better have places for young people to live and creative minds to live, and um, we're losing it right now. I mean, Santa Cruz is literally the fastest aging county in all of California. I raised my kids two blocks away. Yeah. It's all a bunch of retirees now. You know, there's yeah, no, I rarely see kids in the neighborhood now. It's really and, weird. And I love old people. I mean, there's nothing wrong with old people. I, my, but, I, I'm here because yeah. my grandparents are here, and I want to be close to them and see them all the time. But at the same time, like, it is a little, just, uh, Frightening not to see more kids. Yeah, everybody knows who's watching. There's not an easy answer to housing. I get it. No. You know, it's, we, we live in paradise. We live in the highest rent place on the planet, pretty much. You yeah. know, and so, yeah. but um, the, is, is the future? Uh, we need more housing, mm -hmm. but is it's not more high end housing, is it? It's got to be more well, entry level. housing of all types, right? I mean, it's like we need the tiny homes, we need the ADUs, we need just more single family homes. We need a, like chop up single family homes into multiple units, right? Um, we need to um, uh, build larger apartment buildings. We need right. some of those apartment buildings to have single room occupancy where like you can just rent or own a room and share a kitchen. Is it beds? How, what's the state asking for? Is they asking for beds or are they asking for houses? They ask for like a unit which is complete, you know, Three beds, beds or something, two well, beds? Even, I mean, even one bedroom, a kitchen, and a, and a Pretty big company out there on Highway 17 with a sign out there that says, sorry, we're full. <laughs> but it seems like the answer to me is we need AD, ADUs. I mean, that's definitely a piece of it. Yeah, because yeah, the problem, I mean, as a, as a uh, business owner, mm -hmm. uh, my employees can't afford to live here. Let me ask you a question. You've just been robbed. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, we just Would got you, robbed. Yeah. Gonna, you want to put an ADU in, your, in, the, in the back of your, with, to, to the guy that wears the black hoodie sweatshirt? Well, that's, I'm not. That's well. That's, that's the stereotype of the black hoodie sweatshirt. I'm not going to buy that one, Neil. You're not going to fool me with that one, bro. <laughs> but um, I do need people that need to. That, this town needs twenty twenty dollar an hour people. Yeah. And anyone watching knows you have to make about forty five bucks an hour right. to survive in this town. It's not reality for the businesses that are here, and for entry level employees. And the first question I ask my employees: Do you live with your mom and dad? Yeah. Honestly, when I interview yeah. somebody, I ask them, that's my, and I don't, I have to, right? Because if they're like, oh no, yeah, I rent yeah. a three-bedroom place on East Cliff, I'm like, well, listen, that's, gonna, that's going away <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so the ADUs, I've, 
I think it should be like free for people to build ADUs. Yeah. We, we actually made it free up to 750 square feet. Oh. So as far as, there you go. as, far as permits go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and then also the, that was the idea with the tiny homes uh, is that you could build those for a lot cheaper and just kind of drop them in. You, know, you just build a pad mm -hmm. basically with utilities connection. Did people do it? Uh, we've got some people doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I know a lot of people that have, not everyone's pulled permits, but right. um, nevertheless, we've created a, a legal pathway for people. And is that an easy, I mean, I'm, I, I just, I was saying earlier that I'm remodeling my kitchen. Over-the-counter permit. Is that an over-the-counter permit to do an ADU, or is it a little more intensive than that? Um, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, not, you can't, I don't know if you can go down and get it the same day. Right. Uh, but we're getting close. Um, I mean, first of all, like I said, the, the fees waived up to 750 square feet. By the end of the year, we're going to have the pre-approved plans for, like, a few models to be able to come mm. in and say, yeah, I want that one. And then that really should be pretty much the mm -hmm. same day. Like, yeah. yeah, okay, great, go for it. We would probably have to do a site inspection. No, for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah no, and they'll sure. come out and check wiring and plumbing. I know yeah. how that works. But um, uh, so people who are watching, there's a chance that you can put one of those in your backyard. Yeah, absolutely. And and create well. And so, some of them, my, I, 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 under the radar when I was younger, had divided my house into a couple of little studios. You uh -huh. know, but uh, I have some longtime friends who I've met from being tenants in my house mm -hmm. that to this day I cherish. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty of sharing your property yeah. mm -hmm. is that you do make yeah. some amazing connections with people. So. Um, I will look forward to the growth in that. That can help with the state's demand, right? For sure. Are yeah. you, do you have a gun to your head to create housing, find well, housing we do. right now? We do. I mean, we just submitted our housing element to the state, right? And that was basically a state requirement that we plan for 4,634 new units within the next eight years. And we've then we even had to have like a 10% buffer on top of that. 4,000. 4,634, basically 5,000 by the time we plan for like yeah. a buffer that yeah. some of those. I just heard a guy on the couch who just said, where's the water coming from? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's actually falling from the sky right now. It right? is, it's raining we're, like we're just not there. catching enough of it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel pretty good about the water, to be honest. Like, first of all, uh, residential homes don't use as much water as you think. I mean, most of the water is getting sucked out by agriculture in mm -hmm. our county. For sure. Uh, and then especially like, a new apartment building, like multifamily uses way less water than single family. There's no yard, there's yeah, no gardens. Yeah. Um, and then, um, as I said, water falling from the sky. And I think there's something down in like uh, Hard Soquel Park that says a standard roof can collect like a thousand gallons of water with the one inch of The rest of the world rain, does that. You know? We just don't. Yeah. And so here's the crazy thing. Like with these new apartment buildings, we, we require them to build like stormwater detention basins so that like all the water doesn't like flood out onto the street, right? But then we just, they just slowly release that. So we could, with just a little more incentive, we could make it so that that water is actually caught, treated, and at least used in your toilet. For sure. Yeah. Or your washing Absolutely. machine, non potable, potable water. Yeah. So, so that's, that's something we haven't even tapped is like the dual plumbing within mm -hmm. apartments too. It's like 40% of indoor use is non potable, it's the laundry and it's the toilet. Mm -hmm. So dual plumbing, you save 40, I mean, it costs more, but save 40% of indoor water use. But there is some good stuff just happening no matter what right now, right? So this goes back to where we started with the construction on the streets. Basically about a year ago, what's your first project you saw, especially along Soquel Drive and like uh, on Broadway a little bit, um, it was all the water pipe going in to take the secondary treated water from Neary Lagoon in Santa Cruz, that's big, our big wastewater treatment plant in North, North County, uh, and to pipe it over to uh, Chanticleer, right, mm -hmm. where by the Sheriff Center, um, and there it's going to get treated to even higher standards, tertiary treatment, which itself is like four different steps. 
And then from there, that water will get put into our aquifer. And, and that's and what's store. going on in Portola, too, no, right? No, Chanticleer. Well, Portola. Portola is a sewer pipe that, oh, is that looks moot? like super old. We've had a bunch of emergency repairs on it. And finally, like, we got to replace this thing. I heard it was sand, and well, they had to put, like, cement pillars in exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The thing moved. Yeah. So you have to drill cement thing yeah. every mm -hmm. two feet. Our friend has Newman, a restaurant yeah. there. It wasn't where it said it was on the plan. So we're yeah. like, oh, shoot, where'd this pipe go? Right. And it's, it's been a little bit more involved. It looks like we're building a subway. It does look like we're building but, a subway. <laughs> but we do expect to finish by the end of the year, and then... Uh, we're starting the resurfacing. We're going to put the street back real nice. Like, it's going to look mm -hmm. like a brand new street. Okay. Awesome. Cool. I tell you, every time I turn down Portal, I'm like, yeah. curses, I didn't yeah. take Brewer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, do, I do it every time. Yeah. Thanks, Mona. Mona, thanks All for coming. Right. All right. Okay, All right. so hold yeah. it. We have a big election coming up. Big. Uh, your slogan is promises made, promises kept. Right. Are we right. going with it? Are we breaking news right now? Sure. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it right here first, folks. And then uh, uh, social media. Yeah, I know it's a. Uh, at first. Mono for Supervisor for my yeah. campaign mm -hmm. stuff, and then uh, at First uh, Soup SCC for all, all my office stuff. And if you want to get regular updates about what's going on in the county, uh, you can subscribe to my newsletter. Just search uh, First District Supervisor Santa Cruz, uh, and there'll be a link to sign up for the newsletter. And I just, you know, share what's going on on upcoming yeah, yeah. Uh, Board of Supervisors agendas. I mean, we didn't mm -hmm. even touch about this. We were we were talking about cannabis yesterday at oh, the uh, you yeah. know farm tours and stuff. Well, and that well, cannabis is a. I feel bad. Like the guy I just saw, saw in the paper today. The guy that well, first off, he was shooting an assault rifle. So I yeah, do like yeah, that was that's little, like, he went gosh. a little overboard on that. <laughs> yeah. But these cannabis guys do uh, need some rights. I feel like and some support mm -hmm. uh, from the federal government as well. That's a different story, folks. Okay. Um, congrats to being here three years. Thanks. I know uh, your job can suck. And I know that not everybody's happy, but we need somebody to do your job. Yeah. So I, all I can happy say is, to do it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for taking the thanks helm. For, you know? for, yeah. I'm doing it again. Wanting to do it again. Continuing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, government does move slowly, and so there's a lot of stuff that's really in progress right now that I need a chance. That I would Did love you, a chance to fix. When you first and finish. When you first revived to, to you know, yeah. with, with Leopold, were you in fifth gear? And now do you feel like you're in first gear with a handbrake on? Oh, um, you mean is it a lot slower? How fast than, I was moving. I feel like, well, you know, the thing is because they're cl we're closed. Uh, because things closed? move yeah. slowly, you. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, geez. What time are you guys? We're doing a radio show. We'll be here at uh, uh, 11 o'clock tomorrow. What yeah. What time do you close in the end? Six. Six. Yeah. Thanks a lot, bro. I'm sorry. Have a good no night. No problem. I'll help I can make it on time. All right. Thank you. Vote for Manu, though. <laughs> <laughs> pushing a lot of stuff forward yeah. slowly, right? Yeah. I mean, because it's all going to move slowly no matter what. So I just try to move, move as much as possible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, push this, push this, you know, yeah. kind of doing this all the time. And yeah. you're learning as you go. You know, it's like you know, I feel like at this point I kind of know. I, I took like two and a half years, but at this point I really know the job. But, I feel but, pretty good at that. But, your, but your philosophies aren't like set in concrete. You're going with the – as you right. – become Thanks. more you, feel, you learn and it changes yeah yeah there's no bad place to find a good idea i love that uh neil 886 are we yeah. going to call uh, that tonight? next week uh john felt some cruise foam you know cruise right? foam uh, by the way i possibly yeah. could be the biggest business to come out of santa cruz yeah. we I were told they changed the world those guys yeah, yeah it, it's something another again
possibly could change the world. Yeah, it's crazy. We're going to learn more next week right here. Yeah. Um, Manu, thank you so much. Thanks, too. Yeah, yeah, Pleasure. good to have you here. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks, um, Manu. Thanks, Neil. You're welcome. First supervisor right here in our own Santa Cruz, folks. And uh, yeah, He's getting socks. He gets a pair of socks. Oh, Cindy yeah. from Merge4, thanks yeah, for yeah, that. Thank uh, I've got a kind of business kind. Like it's, you know, mm -hmm. Next week, the big CEO from Cruise Foam is on yeah. the show. Yeah, big stuff. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. T Fox, Santa Cruz Waves, appreciate you. Uh, Neil, guess what? I'll see you later. Hey, buddy.